I was talking to Dad. Um, he and Mum have been listening to the podcast a fair bit. They're on holidays, going on long drives, so they use it to, uh, you know, entertain themselves oh, between uh, between spots. Yep. And um, Dad, Dad really likes it. Um, he's been listening to all the episodes. He really enjoys the uh, the Brad character, um, <laughs> especially. He likes he likes the way he laughs like uh, Muttley from Wacky Races. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, not laughing for the rest uh, of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. All right, that was the Ramones with Animal Boy, and today we're talking about the most animal of all boys. Now, Ooh. our loyal listeners will remember last season when we did every episode on philosophy. Each episode, we talked about a different topic in philosophy, with the condition that Brad would come in completely cold. That meant that Lachlan and I would prepare all week for the upcoming show and Brad would find out the topic during recording and have to give his thoughts in real time. It was an interesting setup and we thought for this episode's topic, we would do it again. However, we utilised this format for all those episodes because we thought Brad learning about new things in real time would add something to the show. It would give it an authentic quality and Brad could stand in for the listener who had also not spent weeks doing research on esoteric philosophical topics. Today, however, we are employing this format for a very different reason. Oh, no. A mischievous reason, Brad. <laughs> oh, fuck. Today we're talking about furries. <laughs> you motherfuckers! Deception! Oh my god! All aboard the ruse cruise, Brad! You just got straight up tricked. <laughs> oh fuck me! I have been bamboozled. It's politics, uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So right. for everyone listening, they just told me that the topic was going to be something to do with lying, and uh, now that uh, makes sense. <laughs> you motherfuckers! <laughs> Right, my name, my name is Mischievous Morgan, and I'm joined by the OBS ultimate fitster, Lion Lachlan. <laughs> Hello, and Bamboozle Brad, yep. who is a bad person and is still recovering from the shock of being absolutely betrayed. How are you feeling, Brad? <laughs> I am feeling just so betrayed. You, you don't That's even understand. Fuck you, furry. You brought this upon yourself, Brad. We put a poll up on the Facebook whether yes. our loyal listeners wanted us to do an episode on furries or not. Now, the vote was in favour of us doing an episode of furries, but what? Morgan no, and I found out that behind the scenes, you organised a mass no vote. No, I ran a clean campaign. You, you rigged, you rigged <laughs> you, the poll. I did You're, not. You're you were like Russia votes. in the 2016 US election. <laughs> you were soliciting votes while there's no Rock collusion. We're letting our listeners decide. That's right. You colluded. You, you, sh- you shared the poll and you wrote, "Please vote no" when you shared it. Yes. And now your sister or half sister, I think, she wrote that she voted yes just for you. And then one of our other favorite fans, Casey, commented with two furry gifts. So you know. Thank you for our fans for trolling Brad. But um, <laughs> although you were getting trolled, which is great, I heard that you were soliciting votes by sending messages. Oh, please don't make me do a furries episode. Don't let the fans get their way. You're supposed to be a man of the people, Brad. <laughs> no, I was just encouraging our listeners to vote. It's a we need to campaign. get Robert Muller up in this bitch to investigate. <laughs> what? To stack their money to colluded. find no collusion. There is no collusion. collusion. There was no. That is politics, bitch. You lost. <laughs> you saw fucking losers. 
Anyway, as we all agree, democracy is definitely overrated. So we're doing an episode <laughs> of fairies. Oh, that's fuck. final. That's final. It's happening. Uh, Lachlan, before we get into it, do you want to crack open a cold one with the boys? It's time to crack open a cold one with the boys. Oh, do I? And this is going to taste extra sweet because we've just fucking bamboozled Bradley. Oh. Uh, so, <laughs> so defeat. <laughs> I will so be sitting week... in silence for the next hour, just so you know. Sorry, pal. That's <laughs> politics. For fuck's sake. <laughs> so, uh, I hate you guys. This week, uh, I couldn't find anything furry related. Thank Christ. Um, but this week I've got a Great Uncle Kenny's multi-purpose amazing Wacker Changi Lager, established oh, circa 1648. I hope you fucking choke uh, on it. So it is it is a lager. <laughs> on the label it says quite nice beer, uh, so hopefully it's okay. It's 1.3 standard drinks. Um, it's from New Zealand, which I believe it's the first Kiwi beer it's been featured on our humble podcast here. Boo. Uh, I'm I'm told that it was originally brewed as a joke in someone's garage, uh, but was <laughs> so good that they had to start selling it. So I'm gonna pop this bitch open and uh, give it a go, brew. Very nice. Oh, there's a little picture of uh, Great Uncle Kenny inside the cap. Nice touch. Mm. That's right. You will, you will get nothing <laughs> from it, me, sir. It was so good they had to stop brewing it. They had to keep brewing it, Lachlan, so it must be great. Well, it's okay. <laughs> All right. So, what is a furry? Well, a furry is a person who is interested in anthropomorphic animal characters. The subculture is heavily interested in art, literature, and film depicting animals with human-like personalities. Animals that walk upright, that can speak, express emotions, wear clothes, act generally like humans act while still retaining part of their animal nature. The overwhelming majority of furries are not just interested in the idea of anthropomorphic animals, but actually create their very own fursona. Their fursona is an animal version of themselves, often an exaggerated version, which is more extroverted and playful than their everyday personality. While in character in the real world, they dress in costume. Some have full fursuits, including giant oversized furry animal heads. Whereas Brad is so fucking f- depressed right now. Sorry to interrupt you, Morgan, but <laughs> on webcam, he's just shaking his head. He just looks like he wants to fucking die. We're not even into the gruesome details yet, Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't hit a new low. <laughs> I just need you to know that. <laughs> uh, whereas others may go for a more subtle and cheaper look that can include just animal ears, gloves that look like paws, or a big bushy tail. <laughs> Fucking hate you guys. <laughs> the costumes, which involve the full fursuit, are generally what people picture when you mention the word furry. So, guys, we all like ice hockey. I like movies. Brad likes video games, Lachlan likes figurines or whatever. What's the big deal? Everyone has interests and hobbies. These people like anthropomorphic animals. So what? <laughs> fucking degenerates. So what indeed. <laughs> You're like fucking Us dogs. Or the furries. Yeah, both of you. <laughs> I'm not sure which is worse at the moment. 
So, Brad, are you just not interested in this topic, or you you have uh, some distaste for fairies? You want His to father was it. killed by a fairy. <laughs> My father was killed by many things, <laughs> apparently. Um, uh, yeah, it was tarot cards last week, wasn't it? Um, That's right. Uh, <laughs> I, it's just fucking degeneracy of the highest measure. You want a fucking dog? <laughs> Well, we're going to get into that sort of thing a little do bit Do they later, want Brad. to fuck a dog, Brad, or do they want to fuck someone dressed as a dog? They want to fuck a dog, <laughs> but they don't want to go to jail. They don't have the balls to commit. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to be a degenerate, at least be an open degenerate. <laughs> okay, uh, so there, you know, there is a uh, there is an idea that all these people are sex pets and they're all interested in dirty dirty sex and stuff which we'll we'll get into a little bit later but you know uh, you can take it for the innocent side of people being interested in uh anthropomorphic animals i mean i watched blinky bill when i was growing up i'm sure we've all seen looney tunes stuff like that there are anthropomorphic animals Nothing too weird about that, is there, Brad? there absolutely isn't when you're watching a <laughs> child's cartoon when you're a 40-year-old who dresses like a wolf <laughs> and howls, there's a fucking issue. Right. Have you guys seen that, that interview with the guy who says, on every level but physically, I am a wolf? Yeah. Oh! I, I should have got that clip, and he's like howling out over the uh, water. Degenerate. Physically is the only level that matters. <laughs> Absolute degenerate. How many levels are there as well, by the way? Uh, Fuck me. Yeah, okay, well, we can go through some survey data here. So, Oh, please. Hit us. Um, homosexuals and bisexuals are about ten times overrepresented in the furry community, and transgender people are about three to four times overrepresented. And this doesn't surprise me too much. I think when two groups of people are marginalized, they'll find each other and be more accepting of each other because they know what it's like to be left out or be viewed as weird. Okay. I thought you were going somewhere else with that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure everybody knows that a transgender person is someone who is born one gender but thinks they are, or at least want to be, the other gender. That Mm -hmm. may sound crazy to some, but if someone can be born in the wrong sex, it's not a giant leap to think that someone can be born the wrong species. About 20% of furries identify as other kin or terian. Therian, or both. Which, as far as I can tell, means that they feel as though they are not fully human. Either they are an animal trapped in a human body, or they have a spiritual connection with animals that makes them not fully human. The best I could do to tease these two terms apart is to uh, say that other kin can include mythical creatures like elves, fairies, dragons, stuff like that, whereas Therian is solely grounded in real animals. Brad, would you consider yourself more other kin or more Therian? Where do you sit here? <laughs> I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> Brad, your neck is going to be sore from shaking your oh, head so much this episode. Just, I can tell you this, that they are all 100% degenerates. So, <laughs> that's it. It's uh, <clears throat> If you think you're an elf because you've been reading too much Tolkien or something, you just go fuck yourself. Like, I just... Ah! Brad. I don't even have the words. Why, I'm so why, fucking upset right now. Why are you so upset? That's just politics. <laughs> fucking hate <ain't> you. <laughs> I don't know what to say. 
I don't give a shit. You're not a dog. You're not an elf. You're a person. You can't be in the wrong Dressed species. up as a dog. No. No. Uh, There's no harm in acting out like that. There is. If, even if they're not. Yeah. What's the harm? One oh. thing I actually have noticed about furries oh, is that mm-hmm. they're always, like, I think about 90% of the time, I don't have actual stats, but about 90% of the time, they're always, like, wolves or foxes or dogs. Like, I do have stats on that, and I'll, I'll tell you later. Okay. Other I'll animals seem to be you want to know underrepresented. Yeah, hit me. I yeah, think Brad's so really got- interested to know. <laughs> I've got... <laughs> Uh, 44% of fursonas, mm. so as we were saying before, fursona is the animal persona of um, the person. It's a portmanteau like an- of furry and persona. <laughs> it's, it's usually like an avatar that they'll use online, like they'll be this <sighs> character online, but some of them actually take it into the real world with fursuits mm. and stuff like that. But 44% of fursonas are canines, Lachlan, and um, yeah. the largest- Individual species is wolves, with 18% of all furries identifying as wolves, 13% as red foxes, and domesticated cats at 8.6%. Mm. And the other popular animals are dragons and, you know, the big cats, lions, tigers, stuff Bears. like that. Bears, oh my. And rabbits and raccoons. <laughs> Why would you be a fucking rabbit? Rabbits and raccoons? <laughs> I have not seen uh, rabbit fursuit. Well, I guess the Easter Bunny, people who dress up like the Easter Bunny. If so. you... Maybe they're just furries in their dream job. If you decide to partake in this degeneracy and you pick a rabbit, there's a special <laughs> ring in hell with your name on it. Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of them go for wolves and stuff, and that makes sense. Like, if you're going to you're gonna take on, like, a more exaggerated... Ver- like, a lot of it is they're taking on a persona which they wish that they had, like, something yeah. like, oh, yeah, you know, so I'm they quite a shy be- person. I wish I was more confident and strong and stuff like that. So, they're like, I'll be yeah, a badass wanna wolf. Be, they want to be the alpha dog. So, yeah, it just seems weird to go like, oh, I'll just be a meek little fucking bunny rabbit. I just want to say, by the way, I wanted to say this at the start um, and I forgot, but just before we get into the dirty stuff, I just want to point out, we're not here to kink shame. I absolutely am. (laughs) You should be ashamed. If if you're listening and you're a fairy, I don't value you as a human being. (laughs) Oh, God. They don't want you, you to sh- value them you- as a human being. Well, they want you to value them as an animal, Brad. And I don't value you as a dog or a- whatever your first owner is. You should be ashamed. Actually, sorry. Let me um, let me put it away. You can understand. <laughs> oh, Brad, your first owner is uh, really you're getting in touch with your your inner wolf. <laughs> um. Yeah, okay, so um, according to one survey, about half of furries were in an intimate relationship, and of those, three quarters were in an intimate relationship with another furry. So that oh, means there are what's some that people- one quarter doing? Exactly, that means there are some people out there who aren't furries, but who are dating furries. Brad, would you ever date a furry? Incorrect. How would you feel? <laughs> so I'm not How even going to f- finish the question, just no. <laughs> How would you feel if your sister or a girl you really cared about started dating a furry? Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if my sister started dating a furry, I would mock that furry to the point where she could no longer date them. I you would were, destroy it's, it's them. me or him? Yeah. Um, I think that's actually possible. Like, I'm not trying to malign your sister or anything, but, um, you know, she's pretty pretty progressive. Open-minded. Um, you know, she's always fighting for LGBTQAI fucking F. plus. 
uh, rights <laughs> and that sort fair. of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I think I think she would just see the the spirit no. of the animal inside the person. Incorrect. You can't bring that person to <laughs> Christmas family Christmas. You just can't. Well, um, if they're not, not in their first suit, not if their fursona's a turkey, you can't. No, because. because- yeah, get it? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I can't. The people under those fursuits have issues. It's not just like, oh, only when they've got the fursuit on are they fucking a socially backwards degenerate. No, they're always a socially backwards degenerate. If anything, they're, they're more outgoing when they've got the fursuit on. Yes, they're probably less degenerate when they've got the suit on, and that's well, saying something. They're not. They're not hindered by, um, you know, the social stigma and, you know, people can't see who they are. You know, there's a little bit of anonymity there where you can be a little bit weird and a little bit um, crazy because yeah. people can't see your face. Look, if I mean, I can't force my sister to do anything, but I can <laughs> cut her completely, completely out of my life. So, <laughs> that's, so that's your answer. Now, if, if I found out. Say all of a sudden my girlfriend came out as being a furry. I would drop that so quickly it wouldn't even be funny. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> I love I wonder if that's a thing. Do you think But, do I, w- you think, but um, I would cut her off. <laughs> do you think furries have coming out like uh like gay people do when they come out to people? Do you think furries do the same thing? Well, they're out of the kennel. Like that <laughs> <laughs> They're off the chain. Exactly. Um, like they- <laughs> They sit de- sit their parents down and you know, mum, dad, I'm a fox. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I think, I think the parents have figured it out with uh, all the posters on their wall and mm. like the wallpaper on their computer and stuff. And just I think backwards there. I don't know. I think if you're a fairy, your parents probably aren't going to be too surprised. Could you imagine <laughs> if you were sitting at the table, considering you know, like, it's not like. I'm going to be a furry or something like that. If I if I started being a furry, I think everybody in my life would be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> but I think Absolutely. most people who end up furries when when they do, people are like, "Oh yeah, oh sense. yeah," they're not surprised. They saw it coming. <laughs> so, if you, like, picture this scenario: like, you're sitting sitting at the okay. table with Smash. Um, yeah, that's my Harrison, lovely wife. For yes. those who are, aren't in the know, yeah. Um, Harrison is 18. And he goes, hang mm-hmm. on, Dad, there's something I've got to tell you. I'll be back in mm-hmm. 15 minutes. He comes out <laughs> in a full fursuit because it took him 15 minutes to get into the fucking thing. And he's like, Dad, I am a wolf. What What, what are your first words? <laughs> um, look. I am I'm a very accepting, tolerant person, Brad. As you as you well know, you've known uh, me for many years. Yeah. You know that I am uh, loving and accepting of all people, mm-hmm. regardless of uh, gender or orientation. Yeah, so or, how quickly do you or, kick or him species. out of the house? Listen, if that's what he really wants to do, yeah. if it's behind closed doors- And not under your and roof. He, <laughs> and he wants to, you know, have sex wearing a wolf suit, that's none of my business. <laughs> oh, that's very open-minded of you. <laughs> yep. Uh, Harrison, if what you're are listening you to this, uh, we'll, have a, we'll have a separate private conversation. Um, <laughs> come, come, talk to me, mate. If you're a fairy. <laughs> All right, um, we've been dancing around this topic for a bit, but let's fully dive into it mm. now. 
Um, oh, and boy, is, do they dive in. <laughs> oh, there is a conception out there that the furry community is full of perverted freaks who like to get together and have dirty, kinky sex in Ooh, animal yeah. suits. Ooh, there is a widespread yeah. belief that these people are sex pests. The term YIF, Y-I-F-F, <laughs> refers to anthropomorphic animal sex, either real, meaning furries banging each other in costume, or depicted, meaning pornography that is filmed or drawn. In a giant survey of 4,300 furries, 37% said sexual attraction is important in their furry activities. Whatever the fuck that means. 38%... <laughs> 38% were ambivalent, and only 24% had little or no interest. In another survey, 33% said they have significant sexual interest in furry, 46% have minor sexual interest, and 21% have no sexual interest. So I think we can confidently say that about one-third are fully into the sex stuff, and about 20-25% to 25% are not at all into the sex stuff. Uh, apparently, 17% of male furries report, report that when they use pornography, it is exclusively furry pornography. <laughs> Lastly, and most disgustingly, 18.4% of furries identify as zoophiles, people who are sexually attracted to animals. So, just imagine, Brad, imagine the no. fursuit. Like, they have openings around the genitals. Imagine the <sighs> hair just matted and crusty. <laughs> God, just <laughs> just months that. worth of semen. Cut that out. Because Cut that out. Cut you'd, have out. To, you'd have to get those suits dry cleaner. <laughs> That's not cheap. Like they're big and expensive. So just just all the all the jeers is just thick and <laughs> matted together no, and fucking it, heavy it, around the penis up. of this person <laughs> inside a wolf suit. Just imagine that. Look, you're cutting that. <laughs> 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 we're not, we're not including. Uh, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna ask you a question, and you can just cut it back in. I'm here, definitely not cutting that out. <laughs> no, you're cutting that out. <laughs> uh, that's just, that's fucking disgusting. I'm not I love that you're a co-conspirator in this fucking plan, and you've been disgusted by your <laughs> other conspirator. <laughs> disgusted is politics, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I'm disgusted by the you whole thing. You have been hoisted by your own petard. I'm not putting that out there. That's just fucking gross. Um, so, uh, yeah, like a, a third of them are fully into the sex stuff about. So, fully you know, into they're not it. all sex pests, but a third of them are. <laughs> a significant portion. They, yeah. They are all So, that sex means, pests. that means, you know, they look at fairy porn and they want to bang in their fairy suits and stuff like that. Do you and, think they only have you know, sex in uh, doggy style? No. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be authentic about it. I feel like in in the suits they're probably pretty cumbersome, and you wouldn't be able to hit many positions. Like it would be doggy yeah. style. I don't even know if you could do missionary because you like maybe the legs are a bit restricted. I don't know. Yeah, well they have like yeah, massive padded hands and feet. Yeah, and exactly. Stuff, like and some of, like I have seen some of the suits where they've got even like the legs are like padded around the thighs and stuff like that to try and give them a more dog like yeah, shape to make it so, yeah. look like dog legs. I have yeah. seen that. So, I don't know, mm. they could be a bit prohibitive in sexual intercourse. So, I imagine that they're designed for doggy style and that is it. Well, yeah, they would they would have to have, like, zippers or, or Velcro or something. Yeah. You know, to, to allow or, you the know. penis and anus and vagina to be exposed. <laughs> well, ideally, they <laughs> could just have sex like people because they are and not like degenerates, even though they are. <laughs> 
I was watching these uh, two videos on YouTube. One was uh, from Vice. Uh, you know, most degenerate news channel talking about the most <laughs> degenerate subculture. So that makes sense. Yes. And the other was from NBC. They were both short segments on furries and they're about um, talking to furries and they were getting their opinion on the, the sex stuff. And like, what do you think about, you know, all the dirty, dirty sex stuff that people are into? And, you know, it gives you a bad name. Do you think it gives you a bad name? Stuff like that. And they were saying, you know, like, oh, you know, if it's out there and if you if you want to find it, you can find it. But, you know, it's we don't really promote it. And it's, you know, we don't really like it ourselves or whatever. But there were a male and female uh, furry couple there who said that they had sex in their fursuit. And as you said, they said it was... It was hot and it was cumbersome and they just mm. they only tried it a couple of times. But oh, yeah, it'd get really, really sweaty in there. So, they'd probably just put on the tails and the ears and stuff without the full suits and stuff. Who knows? But, Do you think they um, have a separate set of, like, for accoutrement for uh, <laughs> for sexy time? Oh, yeah, like leather stuff, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Furry leather. But like a leather, like was, a leather wolf mask or something. Oh, God. <laughs> The other thing was they said, like, oh, it's out there and you can find it if you want. But, like, according to this giant furry survey, like, they asked the furry, like, the favorite website for these furry people. And the top two were art sites. And one of them I went on today and it's, like, half regular furry art that people upload and half, like, porn furry art that people upload. And the second web- second most popular website is just all porn. Yeah. Like, all yif. Stuff. If so, it's if like, it's not about sex, what else is it about though? Like I find it, I think that those those survey results aren't um, very honest. I think a lot of the people are probably too ashamed to admit that they're into the sex stuff, and said that they're not or they're not really interested in in it because, like, so what, what, what was the numbers? What, what, it was one third admitted point? to being into the sex stuff. Yeah, right? one third said they were very. So two third, two thirds are liars. Is basically what we're saying. <laughs> Pretty much, that's yeah. what I'm it saying. Was... Like they, they've got to be. Like, what's the point if you're not if you're not having sex with other animals? The the two surveys, including the giant one, were saying about one third of like are really into the sex stuff. Like they they really like that, and twenty to twenty five percent aren't interested in it at all. So then the other. What's that? You know, half basically. The other half is like, you know, we, take it or leave it. It's all right. We kind of like it. Yeah, we'll, you know, yeah. forty. Yeah, forty to fifty percent are like. Yeah, it's it's okay. Like you know, I think those forty it, forty to fifty percent are lying. They're, they're all about it. They're underselling it. I don't it. know how you. Yeah, I don't know how you kind of into it because I was looking at those pictures today and I was just like, grossed out. It's like <laughs> I <wasn't> like. <laughs> I wasn't like, oh, you know, in a pinch, if I had nothing else, this would do. I could not enjoy that whatsoever. It's like saying, you know, oh, yeah, I like dressing up in BDSM gear, but I'm not really into the whole sex thing. Like, yeah. You know, it's, it's, what's the point of the. <laughs> I, I do it the, for the confidence boost it gives me. Well, yeah, what's I the point of the fetish if, if it's not for sex? No, if, if 20 to 25% are saying it's not to do with sex at all, they're not interested in the sex stuff. Yeah, the sex side of it at themselves. all. Well, maybe, but they also might just be into it for the innocent sort of like childish part of it, which is like they're, they're in a child, which is uh, seeing animals. So they're in it for the children. That, 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 that to me is even more sinister than uh, just <laughs> openly admitting that you're in it for the dirty animal sex. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, speaking no, like, of yeah, animal some sex, people- I just want to go back to something that you sort of 
that we sort of glossed over. <laughs> yeah, we before. did. The zoophilia. You said what was it? Seven percent said Eight, they were interested no, in zoophilia. Eighteen point four percent. Eighteen point four percent want to Self- actually have sex with an- real animals, not people not dressed up as animals. Not necessarily. They self-identify as zoophiles, which are people who are sexually attracted to animals. That doesn't mean that they necessarily would bang an animal if they had a chance. Oh, no, that's they like saying that's, that's, that's like, like saying, saying a pedophile is only attracted to children. They wouldn't have sex with a child. Like it's well, they're they're it, just as bad. As much as I would kill every pedophile in the world <laughs> if I could, I'm sure there are some that are like I would never like. You know, I'm interested in it, but I'd never do it. Doesn't matter. Sure. Yeah, but if Doesn't you matter. if you drop them, oh, I agree. I'm just saying, like with these 18.4 percent, it's not like they're all got pet dogs that have you know walk funny or something. If you dropped them in the barnyard and left them there for 48 hours with no consequences, <laughs> they would fuck an animal. <laughs> Brad, if I left you in a barnyard for 48 hours with absolutely <laughs> what? How long? How, you, you said 48 hours. How long for you if you were left in a barnyard? 46 hours. <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm, That's not like, I'm not an animal. Yeah, it take years. at least a week. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought we would get to the point where Morgan was defending people who want to have sex with actual <laughs> animals. But here we are. No, I'm not defending. I'm this is what happens like when it. you guys, you know, go behind my back and plan an episode. <laughs> so happens. Yeah. Morgs ends up but identifying with zoo files. So no, the the fact that that many people said that they are zoo files. Makes me think the answers to the survey are legit, and people were. Well, yeah, eighteen um, percent were answering. being honest. Yeah, <laughs> no, people were answering <laughs> truthfully because, like, it's anonymous and you, um, online, so you just you could say what you want to say. And uh, apparently, there was one survey where it said, like, one or two percent were zoophiles, and it was like, well, that was a survey that was conducted in person where you had to talk to somebody so no one's gonna oh, fucking admit geez, it i can't believe like, i know these two, people it's socially awkward who actually did oh my god awkward to know that you you don't admit something can like you that imagine admitting face. to someone's face that you want to have yeah. sex with like an animal That's, i hope that those two percent were promptly arrested as well so <laughs> um yeah so i mean that's 20 percent you know uh, if you're not a, much, I, I have a question if you're a zoophile and you go to say like the pet store, a zoo, or, or the zoo. Is that like going to the red light district? <laughs> well, they're all naked. Yeah, they're all naked on display, and you just get to pick out one. <laughs> yeah, okay. So eighteen point four percent. It's not a majority. It's not even close, but a sizable minority. And I it's think too we'd many. All feel it's a little, way too many. Yeah, I think we'd all feel a little uncomfortable being in a large group of people, knowing that almost a fifth of them want to bang animals. Ugh. And speaking of large groups of people where a fifth of them want to bang animals, let's talk about furry conventions. Oh. As all <laughs> as all marginalized subgroups, furries mostly coalesce and converse in the digital world but occasionally they get together for parties and conventions. This is truly a magical moment in the life of a fairy. Rather than being the only person in their town who is into this esoteric interest, they are one of dozens or hundreds or even thousands of people who don't have to hide their interest anymore. It's a festival of freedom where fairies can let their freak flag fly. Most conventions are unremarkable in the sense that it is a large gathering of fairies who enjoy each other's company. There are talent shows and fursuit parades and market stalls. These include such well-known conventions as the Midwest Fur Fest, Anthrocon, and Furcon. 
but one particular fairy convention will live on in infamy due to the events of its last installment, and also due to a hilarious YouTube video <laughs> chronicling these events made by one of the best meme channels on the site, the Internet Historian. Brad, I know you've seen yes. this video, The Failure of Rain First. <laughs> I have. I think you even may have introduced me to this channel. Yeah, so. I-, I love the Internet Historian. He's fantastic. He's very funny. So this is his third most popular video. Mm-hmm. Um uh, one of the more popular ones is DashCon, which is another convention oh. video about the Tumblr convention. Yeah. Mm. Uh, one was called the Fall of 76, and then the fourth highest was the Fire Festival. Fire Festival, yeah. Okay. So, this is right up there mm. in terms of his most popular videos. Over 7 million views at the time of recording. Cool. Uh, a lot he of does people make know about Rain. Videos. Yeah. Yes. A lot of people know about Rain Forest because of this. Lachlan, you've seen this video as well? I have, yes. <laughs> Alright. So, if all went to plan, I would have uploaded a link to this video before the fairy episode so everybody <laughs> has a chance to have watched it already if they want to <laughs> but for those who didn't get around to it here is the uh, main rundown of what happened to make rainforest 2015 at the hilton hotel in seattle the last rainforest there was excess drinking and drug use, including 2,000 nitrous oxide canisters incorrectly disposed of in hotel hallways and around the convention. Jesus <laughs> Christ, that is a lot of whippets. <laughs> uh, Two ambulances were called, one for people who drank too much and one for people who couldn't handle their hallucinogenic mushrooms. <laughs> Uh, someone sabotaged the toilet pipes so they would flood when next flushed, oh. <laughs> leaving two and a half inches of water on the bathroom floor. Oh, gross. And including, uh, it also seeped, the water actually seeped into the basement and started uh, uh, damaging the servers down there. Um, some attendees disabled the smoke alarms in their room so they could get high. Uh, someone threw all the hotel towels into the pool and even rolled some towels up and stuffed them into the pool pumps causing the pumps to break, which amounted to thousands of dollars worth of damage. Degenerate. (laughs) After that, someone shit in the swimming pool. (laughs) Someone drilled a glory hole in one of the bathroom stalls. (laughs) 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 Uh, This is probably the worst part of it. Uh, Some grown men were walking around in diapers, or nappies as we call them down under, and there are photos of some of the guys... Uh, walking around with full diapers, meaning they shit oh. in their diaper and left it there while walking around the hotel all day. Fucking hell. <laughs> there are tweets about people, uh, there are tweets available of people complaining about this at the time. Um, then, and pictures of it as well, actually. Then there were diapers disposed of incorrectly as well, found all around the hotel in the car park, including on some people's cars. Oh. <laughs> You let these people out in public and they just run <laughs> fucking wild. The costs incurred due to these damages by the Hilton Hotel was more than the combined damages of all other conventions at the hotel that year. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so, every every convention does a little bit of damage. You know, some attendee will break something or, you know, there'll be some accident that rain first 2015 caused more damage than every other convention combined that year oh, what, do, what do you expect when you encourage these degenerates <laughs> well the thing is the thing is there's plenty of there's plenty of like furry cons and stuff and they all seem to go off okay but i guess this one was just the loose event where all the 
wackos went or something. They're all wackos. I know it had something to do with being in Seattle or something, but I don't know. Imagine being the cleaning staff oh. at the hotel <laughs> afterwards. Like you gotta, you gotta clean up the shit in the pool. You gotta clean up the flooded <laughs> toilets. Like I, fucking dog hair stuck into the carpet with semen all over it. It's just oh. fucking <laughs> disgusting. Imagine that's your job, and you, you know, they're getting paid less than minimum wage. They're Mexican <laughs> illegal immigrants. Oh. Like, <laughs> Look, you came oh. to the, you, you, you crossed the border, got away from fucking. Border Patrol. And the cartel. <laughs> you risked it all. And this is the degeneracy uh, you encounter. Come to the land of the free and this is what you get stuck doing. Cleaning <laughs> up after a bunch of man children. Literal full nappies you're having to <laughs> deal with. I don't know if you mentioned this, Morgs, but there were other guests at the hotel who won a, won a part of Rainforest, weren't were they? Weren't Those they? poor bastards. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a regular hotel. Yeah. They have a oh convention center inside it. So, they were just regular yeah, guests who were dealing with these degenerates. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like men walking Imagine around that. in nappies. <laughs> what is the nappies thing? What does that You're have to do Seattle. with animals? You're... What the fuck does that have to do with animals? <laughs> well, those fursuits are hard to get off, and you're wearing them all day. So no, no, you know. no. These people, these people were walking around pantsless with nappies on. Oh, good they're like God. exposing. They're like walking around with just a nappy on. That like is atrocious. Fetish, it's a fetish thing. Yeah. Because if you're a degenerate in one way, you're definitely probably a degenerate <laughs> in another way. I reckon. I reckon these people had their nappies on, like under their pants or under their fur suits, and then they just saw how loose the convention was getting, and they're like, "Well, yeah. take it off my back." And forget yeah. it. <laughs> oh. They call it crinkly. God, because the sound a nappy makes. No. <laughs> Oh, that so is atrocious. Fucking done. <laughs> yeah, luckily you. Out of the three of us, you're the only one who has to regularly clean a baby's nappy. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine that about <laughs> oh, eight times bigger? That's like it's bad enough with a one and a half year old. Like the older he gets, the more like actual human shits they become. They're not baby shits anymore, and yeah. like it's it's his one and a half is getting bad. So I can't imagine like a twenty something. Take oh, just drop it a full shit in a nappy, <laughs> and walking around in it because it just gets like smushed in together and ah, <laughs> uh, uh, not good. All right, so Lachlan, picture this: you and Smash are sitting at the table, right? Uh huh. Harrison is eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> he comes in and he goes, "Dad, I'm into crinkling." <laughs> yeah, he comes in and you hear it. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's your response there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Not in my house, a, you are, boy. Mu- I would have a much more visceral and physical response to that. <laughs> you clean him up. This ain't your regular scat play. This is just fucking degeneracy. <sighs> All right, so I'll give you some more data about uh, furries. Please do. Oh. About 80% of furries are male, about 80 to 90% are white. I am actually about- surprised that. 20% are female, to be honest. Oh. Yeah. That seems high. And about two-thirds come from the United States of America. Um, only about 20% of them actually own a fursuit, though many of them want to own one but complain of the cost. Yeah, uh, I've heard that they're really fucking expensive. Yeah. Because well, a lot they, of them are custom-made like, as yeah, well. Yeah, they have to be custom-made. Right. And who said why people don't have a culture? <laughs> 
Yeah, it's a sign we're super friendly. <laughs> All right, Brad. Um, 44% of them also identify as anime fans, and 21% of furries are also bronies. Oh. Whatever the fuck that means. Lachlan, do you know what a brony is? Oh, I do. Brad, you like bronies, don't you? <laughs> I mean, you like furries, so you must like bronies uh, as well. It is in the same vein of degeneracy. Wow. You fedora-wearing fuckwits. I got a surprise for you, though. No. We're talking about bronies as well, bitch. Uh. <laughs> That's politics, bitch. You know how in the possessions episode we were talking about hells, like your hell on earth? <laughs> this is my personal Vietnam. <laughs> You're going to have flashbacks in I 20 am. years. I'm going to be having flashbacks next week. All right, Logan, tell us all about bronies. Okay, so... Uh, my Little Pony Friendship is Magic is a 2010 cartoon <laughs> series. Fucking kill me. Aimed at, <laughs> aimed at uh, three to ten-year-old girls about a group <laughs> of talking ponies who live in a fantasy world called Equestria, created by Hasbro to help drive sales of their My Little Pony line of girls' toys. I'm sure you guys are familiar with My Little Pony. It's been around since... Like the mid eighties, yeah. yeah you know, I saw toys. it when I was They a have colourful maids, and you brush them and stuff. Yes. Um, Bronies, a portmanteau of bro and pony, are adult male fans of this cartoon. <laughs> These grown men no. and a few elusive women known as Pegasisters, oh my, unashamedly watch the My Little Pony cartoon, buy the My Little Pony toys, and wear the My Little Pony clothing. They have My Little Pony communities on the internet, and they have My Little Pony meetups and conventions in real life. Now, I'll admit I had some prejudices about bronies going into this. <laughs> I've seen them talked about and made fun of on the internet, just like I'm sure most of our listeners have, and it would appear Brad has. Uh, but I really wanted to keep an open mind in researching their culture. They're challenging gender norms, which I think is a good thing. And if they're minding their own business, who am I to judge them for what they like? You too, Brad. You shouldn't be judging these people. Just done. (laughs) (laughs) It would be hypocritical of me to malign these guys for watching a kid's show or buying toys. I think Adventure Time and SpongeBob SquarePants are fucking hilarious. And this room that I'm in now is full of toys that I've collected over the years from different kids' franchises that I like. There's six toy lightsabers leaning on one side of my desk and a box full of Pokemon figurines next to that. I think if there's anyone who should understand Bronydom, it's me. So I decided to give it a fair chance, and I watched the first episode of the cartoon. <laughs> and I gotta tell you, boys, I'm converted. Fucking hate you so much. <laughs> not, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will admit that the animation on a technical level is good, better than a lot of cartoons. <laughs> but so past, right. that, past that, there's nothing there. The writing isn't clever or funny, the story isn't engaging, the characters aren't interesting. It's bright and colourful and shallow. Perfect for little kids, but I couldn't find anything that an adult would genuinely enjoy. (laughs) I have a friend with a five-year-old daughter who watches My Little Pony. She told me she likes the show because it has unicorns in it. (laughs) Which is fine. Now, there's there's a lot of preconceived notions out there about bronies, that they're all autistic or pedophiles. I can confirm these notions. (laughs) (laughs) I'm of course not saying that everyone with autism is a brony, but most definitely every brony is autistic. 
You might think I'm being insensitive or hyperbolic, but a brief report on the prevalence of self-reported mood disorders, anxiety disorders, attention deficit slash hyperactivity disorder, and autism spectrum disorder in anime, brony, and furry fandoms by Rayson et al. 2018 would disagree with you. Brony's report being diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder at a rate massively disproportionate to the rest of the population. If you've ever watched a Brony cringe compilation on YouTube, which, Brad, I know you definitely have. Yeah. I'm sure you'll understand. It's These people painful. exhibit a lot of the social or socially awkward behaviors typical of those with high-functioning autism. <coughs> Morgan. <coughs> as far as... <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> you guys just keep turning on each other. It's beautiful. He he doesn't know how to react to this uh, <laughs> social situation. Yeah, that's not. Well, he is autistic, but he's also a robot. <laughs> uh, uh, as far as the pedophile accusations go, they're likely accurate. If you ask a brony, they will tell you they're drawn to My Little Pony because of the good stories, the bright colours, the uplifting tone, and the friendly community. But of course they're going to try and make themselves seem innocent. Just like everything else sinister in this world, cult leaders, serial killers, and rapists, bronies are motivated by twisted sexual desire. If you're not already convinced of that by the fact that they immerse themselves in a world created for little girls, let me tell you about clopping. Oh, no. Clopping is the act of masturbating to sexualized pictures and animations of the characters from My Little Pony. (laughs) I'm not just talking about suggestive poses of clips taken from the show. These sick fucks draw human dicks and vaginas onto anthropomorphic pony girls and jerk their tiny little dicks to it. Some of these disgusting freaks will even sew fake vaginas into plush pony toys and fuck them. Cut that out. Is it pedophilia or bestiality? Por que no los dos? (laughs) I'm sure if any bronies listen to this, and they inevitably will, because I'm going to post a link to this episode on the brony subreddit like I did with our Doomsday episode on the Prepper subreddit. Oh, no. We'll get a lot of hashtag not all brony type comments, but don't listen to them. What pedophile is going to admit publicly that they're a pedophile? If you're a brony and somehow are still listening to this, first of all, fuck you, you creepy piece of shit. Secondly, get a fucking life. Shave off your neck beard, take a shower, burn your fedora, and move out of your mother's house. I was going to suggest you try talking to a woman your own age, but on second thought, that might be interfering with natural selection. Look around your bedroom at all the My Little Pony posters and toys and try to imagine what your father would think if he saw it. That might be difficult for you because I'm damn sure no brony has ever grown up with any sort of father figure in his life. So let me help you out. His disappointment in both you and himself would be so immense that he'd disown you on the spot if he hadn't already left you and your mother to start a new family 20 years ago. Fuck bronies. Bunch of pathetic pedo freaks. (laughs) I can't believe this. I did not think that that was going to end that way. You channeled me then. Oh. Yeah, I honestly I honestly started off trying to see it as something innocent, but it is just way too fucking weird. I saw a bunch I watched a bunch of different like semi documentaries on YouTube about them and like 
there's especially this one guy, he's like 60 and he's in all the documentaries because he's at every fucking brony convention in America. And he's like, he's even got, you know, the pedophile glasses, the, the, the glasses that every pedophile wears. He's got them and he's just a big old pedo and just major pedo vibes. Like Ugh. it's a show for little girls, but you would not leave your child with any of these people. Mm. Oh, no. Like no, you just, you just look at them and they're fucking, you know, they're going to try and rape your kid if left alone. Like you, do you know how the um, creators of My Little Pony and the writers feel about bronies? Um. <sighs> They kind of... They're aware of it, obviously. They're they're definitely aware of it because, like, some of these people go to the conventions and answer questions from the Ugh, bronies. That must be so creepy. Sisters. Um, they, uh, like, I mean, at the end of the day, Hasbro is a big money-sucking corporation. So, anyone watching their show and buying their merchandise, they're happy about. Especially if they have but, a disposable income of their own. Yeah, that's right. They don't, they don't publicly acknowledge that they have all these adult fans because it's mm. really fucking weird. Um, but they also don't c- all, you know, come out and say, this show is not for you people. Stop being so fucking weird about it. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. All right, Lachlan, you sit okay. at the table with Smash, right? <laughs> <laughs> Harrison's about 18. He comes into the room and he goes, Dad, I'm a brony. <laughs> what do you say to that? Like I said in that spiel just then, um, I would immediately immediately disown him. <laughs> Shouldn't have given him that vaccine. Uh. <laughs> um, do you wonder why it's specifically My Little Pony, why they've clubbed onto that rather than- That's the thing, you know, I don't know. There are plenty of shows out there for little girls. That's, that's the thing, there's heaps of little girls shows, I don't know. I don't know if it's like these people are attracted to horses- or, or yeah, what it, it be, is. I don't there know. There have to be some overlap with furry, sure. Maybe, maybe they mm. they had older sisters with My Little Pony toys when they were growing up, and they, I don't know, their sisters beat the shit out of them or something like that. Mm. Well, I don't know. There's some, there's something not right in their brains there. Yeah. Well, do you, it, do you remember <laughs> the old My Little Pony? Because it's very different. Because my sister used to watch it all the time, and I no, I never, I never saw the well, cartoons. Yeah, I mean, because. You don't have a, a sister fam- yeah. from a from a family of all boys. Yeah, but, like but, I, know, I know the toys. Yeah, well, my sister used to watch it all the time, and I used to watch it with her because you know we're close growing up. Um, and it's very different to the the new series, like the whole animation style and the way they act. It was more camp, I think. Yeah, then. less sex scenes. But nowadays, it's all it's pretty streamlined. It's pretty slick. But. I yeah, like I said, the, 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 the animation is, is good, yeah. but uh, the rest of it, it's just really boring and bland. Like, I sat there, paid attention to it for, like, 22 minutes. No, it's it's a perfect kid show in that, like, you know, they, they, they overreact to everything and they've got the big, you know, like, well, oh, yeah. something's happening. Yeah, yeah, it's great for kids. It's great for kids. It's a perfect kid show. I don't shallow, understand. Shallow storyline, everything's yeah. wrapped up at the end of the episode and, you know, there's yeah, no- Yeah, because I know you, you drew parallels there with, say, like, Adventure Time or SpongeBob, which legitimately have- Good writing. Well, I mean, they did. I, I don't know. I haven't watched it in a long time, but mm. like we we grew up a bit on SpongeBob. Probably just missed the bus on uh, Adventure Time. Yeah. But oh, uh, I was I yeah. was watching Adventure Time last yeah, week. Yeah, well, Adventure, Adventure Time. time. I watch it all the time. Really smartly written. So um, there are jokes in there yeah. that are aimed probably more towards adults. Yeah, exactly. As well. Same with yeah. Um, but that's that's what I'm saying. It's, it's yeah. a kids show, but there's still stuff in there that adults can enjoy yeah that's, that's yeah. whereas my little pony is just a kid show there's yeah. no there's no subtle nods or like references or anything like that yeah like even in even in like pixar movies like toy story there's still jokes in there that 
you wouldn't get as a kid. Well, I, I'm just going to tell you this. An adult gets them. I went and saw Toy Story 4 last week. All right. And got pretty close to crying. Not going to lie. <laughs> it was like the end of my childhood. Uh, no. No wasn't spoilers. that Toy Story 3? Like, the end of Toy Story 3 was basically like oh, that. Look, wasn't no spoiler. Like, I'm really not going to ruin it for anyone else who's waited like 15 years for this, but yeah. Like, there were, there's, there were some moments that plucked at the heartstrings there because of how nostalgic it was, you know? So Didn't get an erection there? But no. That's, uh, well, yeah, I mean, the rest of the movie the I was thing. violently <laughs> masturbating. You're, you're not going to go and buy all the Toy Story toys and cover mm, them in jigs, are you? Butt. No. Well, not now. <laughs> <laughs> Now <laughs> you pointed it out, but um, <laughs> okay, Brad. Um, um, is is there anything else you wanted to say about Bronies locker? Um, I think you summed it up pretty well. Yeah, not really. I'd like to stop thinking about them now. Yeah, uh, Brad said before there's going to be an overlap with furries, and like I said, twenty one percent of furries are also Bronies. I couldn't get oh, stats absolutely. the other way I've, around. Like you look at footage from the conventions, and there's people dressed up in like. Pony fursuits. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to say, I watched um, this fursuit parade. Mm. Um, it was like a 20-minute long video of just people walking through a convention in fursuits, like all showing them off. It was like 600 people. Oh. You know. And a few of them were wearing like My Little Pony stuff. So, mm. yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, there's, know, definitely, there's definitely an overlap. Not as much as an overlap as I thought there would be. Um, mm. Morgs, you probably remember I said to you when we first discussed doing this episode, I said that the Venn diagram of uh, furries and bronies was just a circle. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, um, all right, but uh, Brad, you know, we've really, we've really put you through the yeah. ringer in this episode. We've punished you a bit, but I think you'll be happy with my movie review this week, so it's time for everybody's favourite segment. Morgan! 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 Morgan's movie review. Okay. Uh, Singing with the fairy theme, which is uh, people who um, are interested in animals or think they're animals or act like animals. Today, I'm reviewing The Animal (laughs) 2001. (laughs) Yeah, boy! Uh, the Animal is a movie about a police station clerk named Marvin, played by Rob Schneider, who desperately wants to become a police officer, but is not physically fit <laughs> enough. All that changes one day, though, after a near-fatal car crash in the woods leads to an emergency life-saving, life-saving surgery by a deranged animal doctor. Now, with the power of animal organs, Marvin <laughs> turns into the man he always wanted to be. With his extra strength and speed, as well as his heightened senses... Martin Marvin quickly rises through the ranks of the thin blue line and becomes a local celebrity. But can he control his animal urges? <laughs> <laughs> this movie is a comedy, quite clearly, but it's more than just that. It's also an absurdist film. It's so absolutely ridiculous that you'll either laugh until you cry or just watch in wild bemusement as each scene becomes more asinine than the last. <laughs> If you like physical comedy and slight gags, then you're in luck. If you prefer more witty and cerebral humour, then you've got little more than a few one-liners from Norm Macdonald to tide you over. (laughs) The movie definitely employed an anything-for-a-joke, no matter how depraved or how absurd attitude. And the scene that best illustrates this (laughs) is when Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On plays in the background as Rob Schneider does his best to resist the urge to fuck a goat in (laughs) here. 
childish? Yes. In poor taste? Oh, definitely, yes. But was it funny? Hell yes, it was hilarious. <laughs> it was one of the best scenes in the movie. A common misconception is that the best scene in There's Something About Mary is the hair gel scene. This is factually incorrect. The best scene is when Ben Stiller fights the dog. Anytime a human fights an animal in a movie is always the funniest scene in that movie. The animal is no exception. <laughs> I don't know about you, but there is something that really gets me when the camera is focused on a character doing something calmly in the foreground while a feverish and preposterous interspecies brawl is going on <laughs> out of focus in the background. Uh... Rob Schneider plays these kind of characters so well. I know he has been endlessly lampooned for, hackney- for the hackneyed premise of Rob Schneider wakes up to find out that he's turned into <laughs> something or other. Rob but- Schneider is a carrot. Rob Schneider is a stapler. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, come on, how many murder films did Hitchcock do? How many revenge movies has Liam Neeson done? Why was Alan Rickman always the villain? Why does Sean Bean keep dying? Formulas <laughs> exist for a reason, goddammit. Uh. Now, before I give this movie a 9 out of 10, I'll give you a fun fact. <laughs> Adam Sandler has used Rob Schneider in many of his films. In two of those films, The Waterboy and Little Nicky, the subject of last week's Morgan's movie review, Schneider plays a man standing in a crowd who shouts out, You can do it. In The Animal, Adam Sandler plays a member of an angry mob who shouts out the same line, You can do it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, 9 out of 10. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> Fun fact, yeah. Uh, I haven't seen The Animal for years. Yeah, man. it's a great movie. It's, it's like Little Nicky again. It's one of the movies that I just... It was always on Fox Hell that I watched yep. it dozens of times growing up. Oh, that's beautiful. If, if you can somehow figure out how to work in 50 First Dates into your next movie review, we can <laughs> we can play that one scene, and you fucking love when he falls through the, <laughs> falls through the floor of the boat. <laughs> you got a cat? <laughs> I don't remember what episode it was, but um, I in one of our previous episodes, I had to cut out like three minutes of you and Morgan just laughing about that scene. <laughs> there was no, there was no talking. It was literally you two just just laughing back and forth at each about other about that scene. <sighs> yeah, it was about that scene. Uh, uh, yeah, in Fifty First Days, Rob Schneider is uh, Adam Sandler's friend. Yeah. And he, like, falls through a part of the boat. And he's, like, half stuck there with his feet dangling underneath. And he looks at Adam Sandler and goes, uh, Do you have a cat? Because uh, I feel something look at me. See, it's the same. I'm going to have to cut, like, three minutes of laughing out here as well. Um, all right, anyway, that was that was good. Uh, Brad, do you want to do your parody? Yeah, they make no fucking sense now, but let's, let's do it. Brad's Power Rankings. All right, trying to compose myself here. You, you probably need to explain... Uh. Uh, the to- why you're doing the topic of your power ranking? Yeah, I mean, I, I gave week, it a Brad. little little rundown at the start, but basically, you guys lied to me and told me that the episode <laughs> would be about lying. Like that would be the That's main main thing. That's not true. Do yeah. not misquote us. Uh, we is- said that you should do your power rankings on lying. Yes, we didn't say the episode was about lying. You said the we theme said was- would be lying. 
We said it would tie your power rankings if you did them on lies or yeah. deception. Okay, would I guess tie that's... into the episode. Uh, um, okay, <laughs> yeah. well, we were very careful but... with that wording. That's it was right. hilarious. Uh... <laughs> that's politics, bitch. <laughs> okay, so got politics. Anyway, this week's power rankings: are the top five worst liars. <laughs> worst liars. Li- worst liars. Yeah. Okay, uh, I assume Morgan and I aren't on that list no, because uh, you, we really pulled the wool over on you. You did. Yeah, we did well. I'm we not a well. sheep and I don't want to be fucked, so. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, don't go to New Zealand. Number five is the least worst. Starting at five, working to one. Fucking hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, pal. That's politics. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, number five. <laughs> it's hard to be. I was, I was all fired up for this fucking power It's hard to be angry now. Just <laughs> harness, harness the rage yeah. of when you first Get heard that we were doing fairies. Doesn't even. Um, yeah, I'm just done. All right, number five. Lance Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to the other scumbags in this list, Lance might not seem like a good addition, but he makes the list for sheer stupidity. In a sport rife with cheating, being labelled as the worst cheat ever takes some doing. I'll give him <laughs> my sympathies for being a testicle down, but when you set out, <laughs> when you set out to cheat a sport, maybe winning the toughest cycling road race seven times in a row might have been a bit, little obvious. <laughs> <sighs> Makes your cameo in dodgeball look a little cunty now, hey Lance. <laughs> <laughs> You should have quit. Um, Alright, number four. Kenneth Lay. Kenneth Lay may not be a recognisable name for us in Australia. However, he is the face of one of the worst financial disasters to ever hit the US. As the CEO of the Enron Corporation, he liquidated $300 million worth of shares before driving the company into bankruptcy. His little stunt cost 20,000 people their jobs and their retirements. Luckily enough, he was convicted for his crimes. Unluckily, however, the coward decided to up and die before sentencing. Rotten piss, you miserable <laughs> cunt. Alright. Number three. Bernie Madoff. Speaking of people destroying lives, if you don't know who Bernie Madoff is, have a quick look into this dickhead. He gets props for running the largest ever Ponzi scheme, but he quickly loses that for somehow blowing through over $50 million of other people's money. On the plus side... This cum stain of a human being was tried and sentenced <laughs> to 150 years in prison, where he resides to this day. Thanks for not dying nice. before you got your come up, come up and you sack of shit. Number two, Casey Anthony. <laughs> you killed your fucking kid. I guess Casey shouldn't be on this list because she somehow defied the odds and got off a blatantly obvious murder charge, possibly making her one of the greatest liars of all time. Female OJ. Um, but in all seriousness, no, uh, Kaylee Anthony was an angel, and she didn't deserve what happened to her. Uh, oh. She was unfortunate enough to be born with a shitty mother and equally shitty grandparents. If you ever need to be fucking infuriated with the world, look into what happened to her. All I can hope is that one day someone savagely murders Casey Anthony and leaves her body in the boot of their car. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, this one's pretty angry. Agree Le- that. Legally, that's, that's we cannot say that Casey Anthony killed her daughter. She was she found did. not She absolutely guilty. killed her fucking daughter. Um, Sue me, bitch. You allegedly. Did. All right. Allegedly, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, it was also, 
Also, we can't tell people to kill her. No, no, I and said that we, in a car park. I didn't. I, no, I said that I can hope that that happens one day. I didn't say anyone should go out and do it. It's not a call to action. I just hope it happens. Um, now, number one, big enchilada, Benedict Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy. For anyone unfamiliar with Benedict Arnold, he was an American general in the Revolutionary War. This beta cuck couldn't handle the chads getting about trying to establish the home of freedom. So he decided to sell him out to the fucking British. Luckily for everybody, he was as useless as he was beta, and his plot was quickly uncovered. His name is now and forever synonymous with betrayal. As it fucking should be. <laughs> Had this cuck succeeded, we'd all need TV licenses and face live imprisonment for owning kitchen utensils. <laughs> Happy belated 4th of July, America. Stay beautiful. Fucking hit it, Lachlan. <laughs> Yeah. You got lessons for that song, girl? Fuck yeah! Morgan's giving me the winded up uh, hand motion, but I'm not cutting this off, bitch! Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck yes. Anyway, that's my power ranking. Uh, All right, good job, Brad. That was great. <laughs> TV licenses. How ridiculous. <laughs> you got a license for those bants, mate? Uh, can't believe you need a Anyway, fucking Brad, it's good, it's good to hear you're in high spirits, yeah. finishing on a high note. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all happy here. We did a animal movie review and then Brad's power rankings. <laughs> yeah. So, despite the <laughs> rough start where you got absolutely bamboozled into doing a furries episode. Speaking about <laughs> furries for an hour of your life. <laughs> yeah, we've we've come out we've come out trumps here. So, we, we did it. Good job, Brad. Yeah. And uh, thank you to everyone for listening. Yeah, like Morgan said, thank you for listening. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, we do this... For you guys, so, you know, uh, just keep on listening. Share the episode with your friends. Get them listening. We'll keep making episodes. You guys keep listening. Everyone wins. Uh, check us out on our website, bradisabadperson.com. You'll find all our episodes everywhere you can subscribe. You'll find all our social media. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we're on Reddit as well. Join the subreddit there. Interact with us. You know, show us some love. Send us comments. Uh, tell us how much you loved hearing us talk about fairies. Tell us your reaction to finding out that Brad rigged the poll. <laughs> Morgan and I were completely outraged. Yeah. <laughs> Clean election. Flabbergasted. And uh, tell us what else you want to hear us talk about. We're, we're happy to take suggestions. Uh, you know, we haven't got that many ideas ourselves. We're not very original or creative people. So... Mm. Uh, yeah, let us know. We'll we'll steal your idea and uh, we won't give you credit, but it's fine. <laughs> uh. Oh, on that note, um, by the way, it's in the new, it's in the news at the moment. You guys probably already heard. Uh, the company I work for, BWS, is being sold, so my job is at risk. Which <laughs> means uh, we need to start making money from this podcast. So everyone who's just listened to the episode, if you could PayPal us fifteen dollars, <laughs> um, that would be. 
Fantastic. I'm happy to get um, in a bath and sell you the water or something. Brad is a bad person is no longer free. So <laughs> everyone who has listened is now legally legally obliged <laughs> to send us $15. This episode costs $15. By listening to it, you agree to pay us that $15. Yeah. <laughs> On the plus side, it's worth 20 <laughs> That's right. It's a bargain. Uh, uh, share with a friend and we'll give you $5 off. <laughs> All future episodes of Brad is a Bad Person will also cost $15. Yeah, you've been warned. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Yeah, Love PC you. Did, 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 uh, I can't even fucking think. Just imagine, <laughs> imagine the semen and the dog hair in the car. Uh, uh, Alright, thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>